A ghost hunter warns that Ouija boards could unleash deadly demons. A bill would ban pre-arrest sex between the police and detainees. And the COVID-19 pandemic is changing our dreams. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy, your host. I got some weird stories from around the world. Let's get into it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A ghost hunter would like you to know that the Ouija boards could unleash deadly demons. A paranormal investigator has slammed the store Poundland for selling Ouija boards as part of its Halloween products. I had to look up the store Poundland. It's like the British version of the dollar store, I guess. It was a variety store chain founded in 1990, selling most items at the single price of one pound. Now, I think this paranormal investigator has uh, greatly overestimated the effect of a Ouija board that was purchased basically at a dollar store. Don't you know anything you buy at the dollar store is not going to (laughs) work? Although I admit, I enjoy their Halloween products. They're cheap and they're fun. And, you know, you can throw them away right afterward. They were just a dollar. I uh, bought a fake beating heart and brought it to work the other day because that's the kind of thing that I do. And I, uh, yeah, I opened the door to one of the rooms and threw it in there. And I thought that was hilarious. And, uh, you know, my coworkers thought it was funny as well. But it's a dollar. It's a dollar. Where is it now? I don't know. I don't care. It was just a dollar. All right, I'm sorry. I'm going way off the story here. Apparently, this uh, ghost hunter, Paul Marsters, has warned that deadly demons could be released by the Ouija boards if they are in the hands of anyone but mediums. Uh, Mr. Marsters is a member of the True Paranormal Events UK. He said he was shocked when he saw the Ouija board on sale for one pound in his local store. He's quoted as saying, Ouija boards are most certainly not a toy and should not be available for kids to buy in pound shops for Halloween. Never mind adults that are not trained in how to use them. It does not matter if they are plastic or wood. If the planchette spells the word Zeus, it is a demon trying to come through. And you should not even say the name. Never mind continue to communicate with that demon. All hell could break loose if the demon attached itself to anybody and followed them around. Nasty, nasty spirits can scratch and attack people and should not be messed with as people could get seriously hurt. This ghost hunter said that other paranormal investigators have also spoken of their anger, that spirit boards are being sold at all. He says the paranormal community claim these devices can destroy people's lives, and spirits can cause suicides, as some are more sinister than others. Well, I think the paranormal community needs to calm down, because, uh, first of all, the jury is still out on these Ouija boards, okay? I've played with Ouija boards. I've had nothing occur. The only time something happened is when somebody I was using it with kind of, you know, took it upon themselves to fake it, you know? Uh, to scare us all. And it worked, and it's fun. I look at these things as just a fun toy, kind of some excitement, a little bit of a creepy thing you can do, you know, during a full moon or on Halloween, you know. If you're a kid, if you're a child, adults, you think adults believe in this shit? And by the way, you paranormal investigators, that you're adults believing in Ouija boards, just get it together, man, okay? 
Uh, I mean, I know you need to believe that this stuff can cause demons so that you still have a job. But really, really, you're just creating unneeded paranoia in the community here. You know, especially if you think the Ouija boards from the dollar store are going to do shit. What are you, crazy? I mean, these things probably don't even have all the letters and numbers on there. Okay, it's probably missing some letters, right? <laughs> it's from the dollar store. Here's another quote from this paranoid paranormal person. Everyone in the paranormal spirit field is angered at this. The risks of untrained people using Ouija boards is unimaginable, so it is ludicrous that Poundland is selling them at all. On Halloween night, the veil into the spirit world is very thin. People are buying these Ouija boards simply for Halloween, so I dread, I dread to think what will happen when these boards are in the wrong hands. <laughs> he didn't laugh like that, but I assume all paranormal investigators... Have that kind of laugh. I'm going to tell you a few Halloweens ago, I went to a proposed haunted house. I was invited. It's a pretty famous haunted house in Los Angeles. I'm not going to say the name of it. Um, it's called the Omen House. You can look it up. And they had a seance in the basement uh, to try and contact the spirits that uh, reportedly live in that house. And it was pretty fun and it was pretty freaky. And these were legitimate people in the spirit world. Some of them were kind of celebrities in the um, medium world. And I'm going to tell you, I, nothing happened. And that's not to say that I didn't have a great time. These things need to be taken at face value, though, I think. Hey, it's a lot of fun on Halloween. We, we all get scared for a moment. Anything to put the lights down low and light a candle and get a little spooked is a lot of fun on Halloween. And I think these Ouija boards fall into that category as well. But I could be wrong. Maybe you guys have some other experiences you want to share. Call the show, 646-450-2012. Spooky. A bill would ban pre-arrest sex between the police and detainees. A bill in Virginia to charge law enforcement officers with a felony if they engage in sexual relations with a detainee has unanimously passed. Carrie Delaney, a Democrat, said she proposed the bill in order to close a loophole in the law, which currently does not make it illegal for police officers to have sexual relations with someone who has just been arrested. I had no idea that this was happening so much that you need to have a law for it. I guess people are getting arrested. And next thing you know, they're in the back of the car. There's handcuffs and then here is a quote from Delaney. This puts people in a clear power imbalance at a very vulnerable time if they were detained by an officer with ill intent that wanted to take advantage of someone in that situation. Unfortunately, that has happened, and that is ultimately the purpose of this law. The old law only covered employees of correctional facilities or jails. Um, in other words, people already in custody, such as inmates, parolees, or pretrial defendants. Delaney says, where we saw that we needed to close the gap further was for law enforcement officers who are actually detaining individuals pre-arrest. Yeah, so no more. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to take off your pants. Now, I mean, obviously they see a need for this. I don't know how often it happens out there in the field, but uh, there's so many dishonest law enforcement personnel out there that I'm sure it happens enough 
And then, of course, there's the other side of the coin where you have someone being arrested who is offering sexual favors uh, in exchange for their release. I'd imagine that happens quite a bit. I did do a story out of New York, if you guys recall, a couple months ago. A town proposed that uh, the local police could accept sexual gratuities. (laughs) I highly doubt that that passed, but that was proposed. You clearly need laws for this sort of thing. Because this sort of thing exists, and the reason why it exists, or one of them, I think, is because of pornography. I mean, (laughs) I don't know how much porn you watch, but invariably, you'll see some police officer scenes. It just happens to be, you know, a popular porn theme. You know, but usually it's female cops, a couple of them arrest a dude, and then the next thing you know, you know, the clothes are off. It just, it happens all the time. And I think as such, it creates a situation where you think every time you interact with the police, something might go down. Do I really believe that? No, I don't believe that. I was just trying to come up with some sort of funny explanation at the end of this story because I don't know where to take it. Um, I guess you guys, if you've ever had sex with a police officer, you could call the show and tell me about it. (laughs) No, 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 actually, strike that. Do not call me if you've had sex with a police officer. I think you should just keep that to yourself. The COVID-19 pandemic is... Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's changing our dreams. For many of us living in a COVID-19 world, feels as if we have been thrown into an alternative reality. We live day and night inside the same walls. We fear touching groceries that arrive at our doorstep. If we venture into town, we wear masks, and we get anxious if we pass someone who isn't wearing a mask. We have trouble discerning faces. It's like living in a dream. Well, COVID-19 has also altered our dream worlds as well. How much we dream, how many of our dreams we remember, and the nature of our dreams themselves. Since the lockdown, a global increase in the reporting of vivid, bizarre dreams, many of which are concerned with coronavirus and social distancing. Terms such as coronavirus dreams, lockdown dreams, and COVID nightmares emerged on social media. By early April, social and mainstream media outlets have begun broadcasting the message. The world is definitely dreaming about COVID-19. Deidre Barrett, an assistant professor at Harvard University and editor-in-chief of the journal Dreaming, initiated a COVID-19 dreams survey online this spring. They surveyed about 2,500 American adults. The results were 29% of Americans recalled more dreams than usual. They also found that 37% of people had pandemic dreams, many marked by themes of insufficiently completing tasks, such as losing control of a vehicle and being threatened by others. To the researchers, it seems clear that some basic biological and social dynamics may have played a role In this opening of the nightmarish floodgates, at least three factors may have triggered or sustained the dream surge. Disrupted sleep schedules, augmenting the amount of REM sleep and therefore dreaming. 
threats of contagion and social distancing, taxing dreaming's capacity to regulate emotions, and social and mainstream media amplifying the public's reaction to this surge. Certainly, sleep patterns changed abruptly when lockdowns took effect. There were elevated levels of insomnia found in the Chinese population, especially among frontline workers. In contrast, stay-at-home orders, which removed long commutes to work, improved sleep for many people. Longer sleep leads to more dreams. And sleeping longer, of course, proportionately increases REM sleep, which is when the most vivid and emotional dreams usually occur. The relaxed schedules may have also caused dreaming to occur later than usual in the morning, when REM sleep is more prevalent and intense, and thus dreams are usually more bizarre. Also, empirical studies show that REM sleep aids in problem-solving that requires access to wide-ranging memory associations, which may explain why so many dreams in the 2020 surge involve creative or strange attempts to deal with a COVID-19 problem. It's as though we're trying to solve these problems in our sleep, because we are, and the problems now are pandemic-related. And of course, there's the social media factor where this pandemic is constantly pushed into our awareness on a daily basis. And we take that with us to bed at night, obviously. The article that I'm reading here is super long and it explains, it comes at it from many, many different angles, but you can kind of get the gist of it. And uh, I'm wondering if you guys have experienced this. I most definitely have experienced a lot of COVID-related dreams for the last five, six months. And that, of course, just seems completely natural to me. Uh, I'm wondering, though, what are the long-term effects of this? Because it is stressful to have such dreams and to have them on an ongoing basis. What is it doing to my blood pressure? What is it doing to my acid reflux? What is going on here? I think uh, it's a, it could be a concern. I don't know, but we'd have to save it for the, the medical people, I suppose. But I, I'd imagine it has an adverse effect. Uh, have your dreams been off the charts lately? Call the show. Let me know. 646-450-2012. Do you have a way to stop the dreams? <laughs> I'm wondering. I once heard that if you eat a pickle before you go to bed, you'll have crazy dreams. There must be something that I can eat that'll take away my dreams. Is it maybe a marijuana gummy? Yay! Well, hello, my fellow weirdos, and thank you for lending me your ear for like 15 minutes. Appreciate it. I hope that you do it daily. I hope you enjoy the stories that you learn something about the world and maybe have a laugh. Maybe you learn something about me, or maybe even you learn something about your damn self. That could be a thing that happens. I want to give some love to someone who wrote me a nice message on Instagram. Uh, it's uh, Jessica, also known as Unicorn Phobia. She wrote, Florida Fridays are my favorite. Just discovered your podcast about two months ago, Jonesy. My Google Assistant actually recommended it. Honestly, your podcast makes my weekday morning better. I've recommended your show to several people. I forced my boyfriend to listen to it this morning, and it made him laugh. <laughs> uh, if I wasn't on unemployment, I would become a patron. Well, thank you, Jessica. I appreciate that. Um, it's the thought that counts. You know, so many of us are on unemployment that, you know, we can't blame you. Um, yeah, if you if you ever want to join the Patreon, you guys can do so by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews and buy Jonesy a beer, something like that. That's pretty cool. Or don't. Um, if you'd like to support the show a different way, you could uh, tell a friend to download it and check it out. That's helpful as well. I want to give some love to someone who wrote me a nice comment on YouTube. Blair Gray wrote, wake up to the podcast daily and then a heart. That's pretty nice. Very short, sweet, to the point. Thank you, Blair Gray. 
for waking up to the podcast daily. Um, I appreciate all the support and all the messages you guys send me. If you'd like to leave me a review on Amazon or iTunes, that'd be pretty cool, but not necessary as it takes up some time. But if you if you did, let me know. Give me a message. Um, you can do a screenshot of the review that you left, and I'll, I'll read it and give you a big shout-out. So appreciate that. If you haven't already, check out the new weirdafnews.com website where I put up uh, – well, there's transcripts. There's a fun game you can play. Um, yeah, and there's a little bit about me on there. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a website for the show. If you're not doing anything, you want to check it out, Yeah, give it a little peek. Uh, I'll take any feedback that you might have. Weirdafnews.com. As always, you can call the show. I left the number. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can send me a note or uh, drop me an article. That's pretty helpful. Also, follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. And guess what? We'll see you tomorrow.